Today's scripture reading is Matthew 1, verses 18 to 25. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to marry to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace and had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to be to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Well, I'm Joseph, and I hate surprises. I live my life by the motto my papa taught me. Measure twice, cut once. It saved me time, money, and a whole lot of lumber in my few short years as a carpenter. I went to grade school with my peers like all the rest, but when it came time for that short list to be determined of who would study with the religious teachers, I didn't get picked. So by age 10 or 11, I started learning my trade. Now I'd grown up watching my father work with these hand, hand woodworking tools, and, and the tools did just seemed to fit in my hands. In fact, sometimes I would even dream about a design and then get to work on it the next day. I really felt I was in my element when I was woodworking. I'd been carving and woodworking for about five or six years, saving money and living with my parents, learning my trade, when my parents approached me one Sabbath day about a young girl named Mary. Now, Mary grew up in the same synagogue and the same village as I did. We'd attended some various temple celebrations and wedding festivals together, and I remember talking to her a few times. She seemed sweet. My parents said that she was approaching that engagement or betrothal age and that we should talk as families about getting married. I remember her having this joyful peace about her. So we did what happened in that time. We measure twice, we cut once. The dowry was determined. The betrothal, or what you call engagement, though a little more formal in my time, was decided to be 12 months. And so while I worked with my father, I would also be building this house for Mary and I. Now, house is a little bit generous. It's more like a multi-room addition onto her parents' house. Mm-hmm. That's how it was done back then. But... It was precise and predictable, just the way I like it. So one day as I'm working on our house after I've worked with my father all day and Mary is working on our wedding plans, she comes to me and she says, I have a surprise. And I said, I don't like surprises. And she said, well, I know that you've been working on our house, but now I need you to work on a nursery and a crib 
because God is working on a baby in me. What kind of a surprise is that? Seriously, Mary, what are you talking about? And she said, well, an angel of God came and visited me and said not to be afraid and that I was highly favored and that the Holy Spirit of God would come upon me and that somehow I would be with child and that child would be the one that the prophets promised long ago. Could it be Joseph? What do you mean, could it be Could what be? Seriously, Mary, that's the kind of sick surprise that you have? I mean, come on. The angel of God visited you and the spirit of God made you pregnant? I don't think so. I got to get out of here. God, what are you doing? This is not the way I planned it. This is a sick surprise. Doesn't Mary realize how much pain this causes me? I mean, how am I supposed to show my face to the community leaders? How am I supposed to attend the temple or the religious festivals from now on? I I gotta get out of here. I gotta get as far away from this pain and as far away from Mary as possible. I mean, If I go through with marrying her, I am breaking over a thousand years of religious law given by God himself through the prophet Moses. If I stay with her, I I will be unrighteous and unfaithful. But if I, I, I could just, I could just divorce her. I mean, this is how it's done and, and people haven't been stoned for betraying the betrothal for at least 100 years. I mean, yeah, then I would seem righteous. But I don't want to hurt Mary even if she hurt me. I, I could just divorce her quietly. A betrothal really only requires a certificate of divorce with two witnesses, and I'm sure the shame that her parents feel would allow me to use her dad as one of the witnesses. I, this this, this could, could save, or at least salvage, our reputations. That's, that's what I'm going to do. Well, that's, that's how I remember it going down. And sometime later... I mean, if I knew then what I know now, because in a few minutes you're going you're gonna to watch the rest of the story play out, but if I knew then what I, knew, what I know now, I would have actually paused instead of rushing ahead. I would have asked God if this surprise interruption was actually a divine appointment, but I didn't. If I knew... Now, what, if I knew then what I know now, I would have actually prayed instead of just pondered. I mean, I thought and thought and thought about it. I spent nights thinking and thinking and coming up with my best plan. I think that's what a lot of guys do. We think about it. Maybe that's just what people do. But if I would have prayed about it, I could have actually asked God what his best plan was. I mean, I was fortunate. Mary wasn't crazy. An angel of God visited me and said, Joseph, you don't have to be afraid to take Mary as your wife. Now, usually angels, I mean, are terrifying. So when they say don't be afraid, there's a reason to not be afraid. I mean, but he said, don't be afraid 
to take Mary as your wife. That this baby and Mary was part of God's perfect plan to bring his Messiah. That I could be a part of that. Do you ever wonder what surprises might be in your life that God might have put in your life that you could actually pray about and respond to? Will you stand and worship with us if you're able? Will you pray with me? Our Lord and our hope, we know that we often fail you. We forget to watch. We forget to wait. We make the holiday season more about ourselves than sharing the hope that only you can bring. We get so caught up in what we're supposed to get this season, we forget that we're called to give. God of our salvation and author of our hope, it's hard for us to see the blessings you have for us. We think that our plans are better than yours and that the things we desire are higher than what you desire. You, Lord, are the great interrupter, and sometimes we can feel inconvenienced by your plans. Help us to live your plan to seek justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with you. Thank you for coming to us and sending us with your spirit to do your will. Amen.